Hi everyone, it's Roger here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking all about all of this week's news that's come out from the Television's Critics Association. We're going to be talking about loads of trailers, there's been loads of stuff, talking about Andor, She-Hulk, and lots of other things. Now this week, I'm joined by Jeremy, rather than um, James. He's got a massive problem with his internet, so he's been able to join us today. Um, so Jeremy actually writes a number of reviews for us, he does columns, and he's also done some podcasts and stuff in the past. So I have brought him in to be the co-host today. So Hello, Jeremy. Hello. Hello. Right. Well, let's just jump into it. Um, let's start off. There has been a lot of news this week. Um, I just, uh, just really with Television's Critics Association. But let's start off with the big one. Um, She-Hulk, first off, we've got that's going to be now shifting from Thursday over um, from Wednesday. So rather than just having the Wednesday releases, it'll be coming a day later on the 18th of August. New releases every Thursday afterwards. Now, I personally think this is a great um, news because... We saw with Miss Marvel that it really struggled going up against um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and maybe some of the other shows as well. Um, so they've kind of given this one a little bit more room. Um, it's going to have its own day. Um, say own day. here Internationally, it's going to have to share it with the Kardashians um, at the end of the month. But generally, I feel like this is a good move for a couple of reasons. Not only that, not only is there a competition from Star Wars, but we've also got the new Game of Thrones series and the Lord of the Rings series dropping day after day so it's like we've got like four or five big shows dropping every single week um right through like um sort of september so there's a lot of competition but what did you think of them moving it over to thursdays uh, i think it's a great idea to move it over because especially in september when indoor shows up as well you're gonna have uh the possibility of the same problem miss marvel and obi-wan had so i do think it's a great idea i would advocate that maybe for their four pillars they should do one per day, you know, like do like Marvel Mondays and Star Wars Wednesdays and, you know, Disney and Pixar get their own day and stuff and then general entertainment, you know, will sort out that stuff. But, you know, yeah. it because a lot of things can get lost in the shuffle when everything's the same day. I mean, for like for us here in the UK, I mean, we actually are quite, we've got kind of used to having multiple shows. I mean, I think in September, I think we're going to end up with like the LA Lakers show on the Monday. We're going to have... Um, I think it might be the patient is dropping on Tuesdays. We're going to have, I mean, we've recently had um, only murders in the building dropping on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, obviously the normal release day. Thursdays, we've been getting like the Orville and and the Kardashians. Even on Mondays here in the UK, we were getting the Walking Dead, and then obviously with Fridays and stuff. So, and in uh, Canada, they were also getting like all the um, adult animation, like Family Guy and American Dad, were dropping on Sundays. So they've seen already that they've been doing this experiment, and personally, I love it because. It's so nice, like, on a Tuesday, oh, I've got a new episode, or a Thursday, rather than everything just being thrown in on a Wednesday. And I know myself with Obi-Wan and Miss Marvel that I was picking Kenobi first um, because it's just like, well, I like that show a bit more. And I think, and I was watching Miss Marvel the following day because I kind of got out of that thing of watching it first thing. And like, oh, well, and, you know, and if there was any, and there wasn't really a lot of spoilers because... It doesn't look like as many people were watching it, but I'm really hoping this gives She-Hulk a much bigger platform to have her own day to kind of get people in on Disney Plus. Uh yeah, absolutely. I would, you know, I'm excited for what She-Hulk can bring, but you know, it's you know, uh, and I wish the United States had that problem of a, <laughs> uh, uh, of hey, we got so many things here that it, we're always going to be doubling up, and you know, well, I mean, I was going to say. Coming. I was going to say as well, like Dancing with the Stars kicks off on the Monday and um, from the 19th of September. Um, so you're going to have, um, you know, you're going to have at least four days of the week now with stuff dropping um, from like September onwards, which is which is good. 
Um, I mean, I'm not necessarily looking forward for Dancing with the Stars, but I'm looking forward to every day new stuff dropping. Mm. Um, tying in with She-Hulk, they've also announced that Andor, the new Star Wars series, has been delayed. It is now going to be launching on the 21st of September. We're going to be getting three episodes at once, and obviously new episodes dropping Wednesday. So that's what, in a couple of ways, that's really helped give She-Hulk now almost like a month to herself on Disney Plus to kind of get the audience in. But also, um, moving as I say, that's going to be on a Wednesday. But it was going to be a really, really busy, packed week when it was originally supposed to come out. Because, as I said, the Game of Thrones and the Lord of the Rings shows were dropping that same week. I think giving everyone a little bit of space. Sometimes the competition, you know, you have to kind of, if you're going to lose, you might as well bow out. We saw... Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi trying to take on the um Stranger Things over the 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 was it the Memorial Weekend, yeah. you know, and it did all right, but obviously it was going to get completely slaughtered, so it made sense to kind of shift it away a bit. Uh, yeah, absolutely, it makes uh, all the sense in the world to shift it, uh, especially uh, uh, the, the indoor story always kind of feels a little weird because you know we know where that one has to end, and so it's kind of odd trying to figure out how you're building up him but you know uh yeah. but yeah especially because 212 episode season they're really going all out for this one yeah. and i feel like it's an odd one to choose to go all out on but you know uh, i'm not complaining yeah. i think it's more of the fact that that story that era is you know it's a bit gritty and just telling it from the rebels point of view i'm, I'm really looking forward to it. the fact that they have sent out um some of these episodes to people a little bit early. They, they, I think, I think the embargo and everything got shifted back a little bit. That says to me that you know they were, um, they're excited about the fact that giving us three episodes also will allow us to get kind of get our teeth into it, so yeah. you can kind of get going and stuff. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to the series. I'm gonna, be, I am actually in some ways, I think that worked a little bit better with shifting it back a little bit. It means the finale is literally gonna drop on the Thanksgiving weekend, and the following week Willow will then be starting. So we, you know, it's like not not having the big gaps between the series. I, I, I don't, you know, like with the Obi Wan Kenobi could have been a couple of weeks earlier. Maybe Miss Marvel could have been a, a a week or two later, and it would have just spread everything out a little bit more. So I, I'm happy with these moves. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy to have something going through Thanksgiving, and then you can transition right into another Lucasfilm project with uh, Willow there. And you know, uh, it's. Yeah. The thing I'm most excited for for about it is if they have two 12 episode seasons, hopefully in season two, Alan Tudyk will not be so busy and we can get some K2SO in that. Well, I suspect that the second season, because they're going to be doing it in three episode chunks. So each, it's got the first year is the first season and then they're going to be like doing like a year every three episodes and doing it so it's kind of going to like lots of little mini seasons in that in that next one so yeah. it should be interesting to see how all of that works out with andor yeah. um so let's now shift over to disney plus day which is taking place on september the 8th um which is happening just before the d23 expo um which happens from the 9th to the 11th in anaheim california um, so on Disney Plus Day, we've got a few more new releases. So now we know that we're going to be getting the Epic Adventures with Bertie Gregory, which is a brand new National Geographic series where Bertie travels around the world taking some amazing footage. I really like, like the, the trailer for this one. This is the one that was like, oh, I really like this one. This one spoke to me. Uh, yeah, I and when I was watching the trailer, I was like, I, I'm really looking forward to that one, which I when I first saw it, I was like, 
okay, what's this? And then when I watched the trailer, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm on board. Because yeah. uh, I love seeing the beautiful scenes of, the, of this planet from the documentaries. Uh, and National Geographic certainly does them in a way that captures my attention more than Disney Nature does. So yeah, uh, and it's it's almost like they, they take that ten minutes at the end of like you know when the BBC do their like Planet Earth and stuff, yeah. and, like turn it into the whole series and spread it out. Um, yeah, I I I for me that one's a, that one's going to be I think one of the ones I'm looking forward to um, quite a bit. We're also getting Growing Up, which is a brand new series where each episode um, takes a look at. Um, a certain um, person and their lifestyle and their, their life story. I'm going to be honest, the trailer for me just left me lukewarm. I re- this is a show that, like, I'll be honest, if it wasn't for the podcast, I wouldn't watch it. It's, and yeah. I'll be, it's just, it just wasn't, it's not for me. Um, maybe younger um, ones might find inspiration and stuff from it, but for me, it's just like, I'm just not interested. Uh, yeah, kind of reminded me of like an older version of uh, Marvel Hero Project or uh, Encore from the beginning where they're, you know, putting the focus on a certain aspect of people's lives and, you know, fill them up. It's, you know, th- those were both fine. Uh, I enjoyed them when we had nothing else to watch. But, um, you know, I, you know, I'm not rushing back to either one of those and I'm probably not going to be rushing to this, but I, no. I hope for the people who do enjoy those types of shows that they end up, you know, really liking this. Yeah, so, so that one there, we're also getting Cars on the Road, a brand new series of nine shorts featuring um, Lightning McQueen and Mater, and they're going to be traveling across the US meeting all kinds of different characters along the way. Um, again, it's going to be a series of shorts this just looks a lot of fun, but I'm a big Cars fan. I'll be honest. I, I don't get the hate for Cars. <laughs> I like it. I don't get the hate for Cars either. I love Cars. Cars is my favorite Pixar film. So I'm really excited for this series. Uh, now, granted, Cars 2 is my second least favorite, but, uh, but you know, uh, that's, uh, you know, I, the, my dad grew up in uh, Missouri in the center of the United States. And it's a, not a, a far drive to Route 66, which is kind of mm-hmm. what, uh, where, which was the yeah. original road sep- connecting the east and western United States, where it had all of these small towns. So I've driven on it in Missouri and Oklahoma. So I saw the actual small towns in the United States that are like Radiator Springs. Mm-hmm. So I had a nostalgic connection to cars that you know people around the world are not going to have. No. So, I mean, like, I'm, I, I will put myself in the same thing. We know we, I did a trip where we went from like New York to LA across the northern states, and then we did a, a, then on the same trip, we then did the back trip and then along the southern states. So we did like seven weeks camping across the whole US, and we did kind of cut on and off the, the Route 66. So, again, I can, I this series and all the, the the cars franchise i kind of like that aspect i've seen it again like you I, I can kind of connect with it a little bit more i'm so looking forward to seeing cars land um for the first time over the d23 weekend um it's like one of the main things like oh, what i want to go see because it's like yeah i love cars so uh, i'm really looking for this is the one of like yeah no um that's what i'm really looking forward to watching for disney plus day yeah, when I sat down to watch the trailer, my wife was watching uh, a few of them with me, and she's like, "There's a new Cars thing." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm I love I love Cars. I think that one's gonna be pretty cool. We're also gonna be getting um, there's a new um, international series, wedding series season, which is a British show. We're gonna be getting that internationally. I think it's gonna be on Hulu in the United States. We're also gonna be getting a new Latin American series, and I'm not even gonna try and attempt to butcher the name of that one there. Um, yeah, and yeah, so we're getting a Latin American series. We're also going to be getting Pinocchio on that day. And I'm 
guessing we're probably going to end up with um, for Love and Thunder. That I, I think that wouldn't be a, a huge miss to see if that one drops on the day, but that one hasn't been confirmed yet. But I think they might give that one that extra boost for that day. Um, moving on from there, it was also announced, as I said, with Dancing with the Stars is dropping on uh, in the US and Canada only, every, live every Monday. Um, so it's moving over from ABC. As a Strictly Come Dancing fan, you know, I watch every year with my wife. This is a kind of, it's one of the biggest shows in the UK. Um, won't be available internationally by the looks of it because of the BBC obviously don't want us watching the, the American version. They want us to watch the British version, um, which is literally getting ready to start up as well. So I, I'm, it's kind of weird because I look at this, like to me, like if, they, if this happened in the UK, this would be a massive news this would be huge to move one of the biggest shows of the of the year on the Disney Plus. So I'm I'm looking forward to watching that one and seeing how this one all works because I like Len and Bruno. You know they've been on the UK one for years for since it started. So I'm used used to the whole format of. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one myself. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched it. I appreciate all of the hard work that all of these celebrities or pseudo celebrities in some cases. Uh, put into it to actually try to be do well and i will i've seen clips since then it's certainly uh you know it it's a lot of hard work on their part it's a lot of hard work on the dancers part i i i can appreciate it i bet you if i sat down and watched it i would enjoy myself mm -hmm. but it's never been well it's been a long time since it's been one that i really watched i mean i think stacy keebler was on it the last time i watched it regularly and that was what 2007 or something yeah see, I, see that's the thing is because i don't i'm not really aware of when the of, of i mean to be honest i'd be hard pressed to tell you when a british one because there's so many celebrities turn up on it but yeah i always i always knew when the wwe ones were on there because obviously it would be crossed over on right. the wwe so i would know like when the miz or um anyone was on there um shifting from that on there let's now talk about september the 21st which is obviously when andor drops we're also going to be getting a new national geographic series supernatural so this one is benedict cumberbatch is going to be doing the narration for this one and it's basically all about animals having think they do like it's not really superpowers but they have unique abilities and showing us what the new unique abilities are which great i'm i the trailer looks good a show that probably would be best to watch in bits rather than binging it because it'll be a bit um, heavy. But yeah, no, it looks good to me. This is going to be, they'll be on my um, watch list for um, probably, yeah, for like September and October to kind of drift on and off when there's something else not on. Yeah, it sounds excellent. Benedict Cumberbatch is definitely somebody that can grab your attention. Hopefully he uh, doesn't have to say penguin, uh, given <laughs> his uh, previous problems with that word. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know. Yeah. So that, I, that, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm deaf. I love documentaries. I love nature documentaries. Uh, it's not as robust as the sharks that they gave us in July. But, <laughs> uh, are, are you bored of watching any shark? Because I know you've been doing loads of reviews. How are you getting on with all those shark shark fest? Uh, I, ready for I'm not reviewing anymore in August. That was strictly for July. Uh, it's just, I did not review every one I watched. I literally only reviewed the ones I could actually sit all the way through. <laughs> Some are great. Some are great. Some are terrible. <laughs> it's that kind of thing to me. It's like, I, I love a good shark documentary. I And I love sharks. Um, any opportunity I can, you know, to see them, to scuba dive with them. I've done, you know, I've done um, shark dives and stuff. In, so I, I love sharks and I love them. 
but there was a kind of thing of like, do we need 30 documentaries in 30 days? That seems a lot. And unfortunately, internationally, it's a little bit messy with the release schedule. We're not getting all of them um, because they're still putting stuff on that geo and stuff. But yeah, it's um, it's I I, enjoy, I think it's good that they do it, but I do feel like like why are you doing a month of it? Surely just a week with. Like, do we need that many shark documentaries at once? It just seems quite overkill. It, it, it in some ways, it's like you're making so much that people aren't watching all of it because there's just too much similar. Yeah, and especially once general content, you know, it doesn't matter in the uh, internationally, but in the U.S. with general content, maybe there are a lot of shark movies that Disney might have owned, or they might own, or might own in the future. They should put on there. Or, you know, even something like Finding Nemo, where sharks are an important part of the plot. But that is a focus for a shark fest. Yeah, it's I, I, I like it. And I but I think it needs a little I think it needs some tweaking a little bit. Um, also, it was announced um, that we're on September the 28th. We're going to get in the second season of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. This time it's going to be shifting up and moving to a summer camp. Um, Emilio Estevez is out, and now we're going to be bringing in Josh Damal, um, who you might know from the Transformers films. It kind of feels a little bit like <laughs> I feel like Disney went, um, guys, yeah, we can't film indoors with lots of people. What should we do? Well, we'll go set everything outside in summer camps. And between this and High School Musical, I think it works better because they know they can. And I think like Doogie Kamaloa kind of had that thing as well where everything was filmed outside. Perfectly good. I think you just notice it because it's so obvious of what they're doing. I, it's a workaround. They had to do it. But for me, more Mighty Ducks. Um, I'll be honest, the first season kind of, I enjoyed the first few episodes and then it just kind of went downhill quite quickly what about you i uh, yeah i mean mighty ducks was m one of my favorite films when i was a kid uh as for the first season i i was able to take into account that they're targeting a younger audience than me uh and was able to enjoy my son watching some of it so it, you know i said i'm not exactly sure if they're trying to do outdoors i outdoors and do a summer camp for ice hockey yes. um so that's the thing and then also losing Emilio Estevez hurts because he was the true connection to the original series mm. uh, of films. I mean, Josh Jumel, I'm sure, will do a perfectly fine job in the role. But I feel like if you're losing Emilio Estevez, maybe they should have seen if they could get uh, one of the kids who yeah. pop showed up. And, or see, see what Joshua Jackson's doing. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. He, he was kind of the main kid. So see if he could pop in for a little bit. Yeah, it's funny for me because I don't have any nostalgia for that series at all. It was like because I only I think we watched it um for one of our reviews and, and I was just like I've never seen this before. So no, I I don't have the nostalgia for 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 um the Mighty Ducks. The series, I, I, it's cool. Let's I'll, I'll give it I'll give it another whirl. Um, see where it goes. I just hope it's improved a little bit more in terms of its storytelling. Where it's not, I don't know if it's just COVID just really just destroyed season one and it just kind of. They did. They didn't adapt quick enough. Or they. It, get, it seems to be the common thing with a lot of the Disney Plus series, where they start out strong, they then wobble in the middle too long because they go, "We've got loads of episodes and as much as we like." And then they go, "Oh no, we need to wrap it up." <laughs> yeah, I think that's um, the problem with the American form of television in general is that they get greenlit for way too many episodes, or they get greenlit for too few episodes, and nobody's just like, "Hey, let's see what we've got," and then just determine the number there. Yeah. It's, yeah, like you say, like right, we got the script. Do we need a little bit more here? We need a little bit more. Are we in there? Now, just do a longer episode if you need to, because it's just not a problem with um, adverts and stuff. Okay, so there was also some other news from the. Um, what's that? I 
just realized that was Facebook with that's to get you in. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've also got a second season of Turning the Tables, which is going to be returning um, for um, another season, which I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. I didn't really know any of the people. In it. It, it seemed like an odd choice for Disney Plus because um, it was so unlike anything else on Disney Plus at the time. Hopefully, as they add more general activity, we've not really got a lot of this realities like unscripted stuff but I, I it's glad it's coming back for people that enjoyed it but did you watch it uh no i come in completely forgot turning the tables was even on disney plus so i have not seen the first season uh so i'm clearly not excited for the second season i you know i'm in the same boat as you are uh, i hope the people that did watch it that are going to get a second season enjoy it because i want everybody to enjoy this because i really because i enjoy the service so i it, yeah more for everybody is the best thing yeah, so that was going to be pretty cool. So there was also some other things. So I'm going to quickly just run through some of the other shows. This is more for so this is from the Hulu and FX and um, was it the Octave Collective? Um, so FX has ordered a new series called The Veil, which is going to be like two women traveling um, across um, a number of different countries, including East, um, Istanbul, Paris, and London. One of them has a secret. The other one has to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. So that one there sounds very interesting from FX. We're also going to be getting um, a number of series, as I said, from um, the Oxiv. I can't really Oxi Collective. Can't work out how they how they pronounce it. So we're going to get a couple of new shows, including Ring of Fire, and there's also going to be um, the Untitled Swiss Blitz project, along with Searching for Soul Food. We're also going to be getting Reasonable Doubt. Will be dropping at the end of uh, September, which is a brand new drama series um it's already been confirmed for canada so i suspect that will be dropping everywhere else we're also getting some new episodes of the of the hair tales which is um a documentary series about um basically black women and their um social socialite and historical themes and looking for the complex of black hair which i think and that one's, that one's gonna be also debuting on the own network in the us and that one has been confirmed for a disney plus original series outside there and then also we've got a couple of series for Hulu, including Devil in the White City, which is going to star uh, Keanu Reeves and the other black girl. Um, plus there's going to be Planet Sex with um, Cara Devine. And yeah, uh, we're going to be seeing the, the Melio Show season two coming back, along with um, Tell Me Lies, which is a new drama series as well, which has also been confirmed for Canada for Disney+. Plus. Lots of stuff there. You'll find all the information over at What's on Disney+. Plus. I don't want to... Because they're all, it's, it's it's hard sometimes. I mean, some of these, most of these shows are going to end up being um, star originals. But yeah, lo lots of stuff coming out of um, at the TCA. Um, now let's now talk. Let's talk about something that's a little bit away from Disney Plus today. So obviously, this week there's been a lot of discussion about streaming because of what's been going on with um, Warner Brothers Discovery um, because they cancelled the uh, the Batgirl movie. They then had a big announcement with their quarterly or their quarterly results where they announced that Discovery Plus and HBO Max are going to be kind of closed down but merged together and they're going to create a brand new one with all of it in together. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery are no longer going to be doing uh, straight streaming uh, movies. Everything's going to be theatrical for them. They're going to be putting their um, content out on linear streaming there is no more like they're not going to be planning on doing a exclusive streaming they want to 
I did like one of the executives who said, we want to get paid. <laughs> just just along the lines of, okay, you guys are being quite simply, you know, they will sell content to other platforms like um, Abbott Elementary has been sold to Disney and they're now done a deal to share it. Ted Lasso is made by Warner Brothers and they've sold it. To, you know, if it makes sense for them to make money from it, they will sell it. And just in general, there was a real consensus of like them going, look, streaming is not working. Netflix has shown that just throwing money at exclusive content isn't going to work. We want to do theatrical. We want to do linear. We want to sell stuff on, you know, secondary market, you know, like iTunes and like videos and stuff. We want to sell stuff for Windows. Like they are going kind of a little bit more old school in the idea of going, we want to make the content. We're going to put it out on everything. But the idea of putting everything on streaming and focusing on that as the one key thing is no longer a thing for Warner Brothers. What did you think of all the news that came out of Warner Brothers this week? Well, I think the happiest guy in Hollywood's got to be Bob Chapek just because it got the uh, attention off of him for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so it the ba the initial backlash, uh, I think, is, you know, obviously going to uh, uh, negatively affect them. But uh, I kind of agree with some of the stuff that they said. If you put all of your eggs in one basket and that fails, then you're out a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But if you spread it out and, you know, your theatrical stuff succeeds and the stuff you sell, sell succeeds, even if some, something, even if your streaming service struggles, you'll find a way to, to at least stay above water. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it makes business sense what they're doing, how they went about announcing it probably wasn't the best way. Um, but yeah. And especially with the, the Batgirl thing. Yeah. Because as, as, since that was supposed to, uh, I mean, they got the directors from Ms. Marvel in to direct yeah. that film. And, you know, that was supposed to be Michael Keaton's return to Batman before the Flash movie, which that's I think already it was, I, negative I, press. I think I think it was actually supposed to come after the Flash, and because everything it's all it's all a bit higgledy piggledy. Because um, and there's a whole other thing with the DC side because they want to make like a, a new ten year plan to follow what Marvel have been doing. They need to get new people in. They want to focus on quality. They didn't think Batgirl was um, good enough quality. And but it wasn't even done. So how would they know? <laughs> well, they, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, they weren't done with post production. Yeah, I think the simple thing is is they were able to write, they they put the entire thing down as a, a write off. And yeah. they didn't want to spend another $20, $30 million on the project. It just in their eyes, it just wasn't good enough. And it's it's difficult. Yeah, I, think I, think in a, in a, I think in taxes, but more than anything else, it yeah. says it, you know, the quality may not have been there. Uh, DC has given us reason to doubt them on a lot of things, but you know, I think they were it was, you know, they're not even done with post-production, and I think they'd have one like minor screening of mm -hmm. what they had had. So it was Far too soon to say it was a lost cause, but I think they figured out that they could come out ahead if they just didn't release it. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole thing with DC. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, DC. You know, I like Batman, Spider-Man. You know, sorry, Batman, Superman, all the rest of it. You know, you know, I've literally got my Superman. He's literally right here staring at me. So I, I love my my DC stuff just as much as Marvel. But the movies have struggled. Oh, yeah. um, the TV series as well have just kind of floundered and they went too long, but they've all kind of been... Kind of, so I'm looking forward to a new DC. Uh, and I think a good DC means a better competition for Marvel and that will improve Marvel's content. So that's, you know, things like The Boys, um, all of this stuff is going to make Marvel have to be better. So that's it's good. So that's that's the way I look at it. Um, competition does oh, that. Oh, definitely. Definitely um, there. Uh, good DC 
means, especially if you're, you're a superhero fan, good DC and it means better means uh, no, a reason for Marvel not to become complacent. Mm. Uh, to use your WWE thing, there's a reason why the best time in wrestling was when WCW was also good. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a reason why people stopped watching after WCW went out of business because, mm. you know, WWE had no competition and they rested on their laurels and they mm. put out, you know, for wrestling fans, they put out some quality stuff, but not what people had been used to with two companies actually trying to outdo each other. So in the same sense with Marvel and uh, DC, a, gr a good DC is good for everything around. Yeah. They've done pretty well with some of their, like I said, with the boys and some of their uh, sh TV shows that have been sent straight to streaming. Some of their stuff that was sent to like the CW has its moments. Uh, hmm. I like the early seasons of Arrow. I liked the early seasons of The Flash. Uh, I actually liked Legends of Tomorrow about seasons two or three, uh, if you can get through that first season. Um, yeah. That was a yeah. season for me that killed the CW, like the Arrow versus. I think I got to the point as well where my, I think my wife turned to me and was like, how many shows is a week? Because we were watching like um, Flash, Arrow, uh, Supergirl, and and the legend of tomorrow's and it was like yeah this is too much a week and i think i yeah. just got bored and that was the end of it and i started falling back because she didn't want to watch it and i never kind of recouped a bit um yeah it was it was just too much yeah four nights a week of superhero stuff is too much there's no doubt about it and then uh well you know that's where people started falling off and then batwoman pretty much killed it for the you know they've been yeah. able to keep they kept their shows on. I think they got Superman and Lois now. They, but you know, I've watched Arrow's I've, done yeah, and yeah. Legends of Tomorrow's done. Supergirl's done. So it's just like that and Flash, which they said is ending. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, I have watched a few different. episodes. I've watched a few episodes of Lois and Clark, um, or Super, whatever the new one is. Yeah, um, I watched yeah. all of Lois and Clark in the. I thought it. I loved them when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, I, I didn't quite like it. I didn't. It was that kind of thing. Like, why have we got kids? And I didn't like. It was like no, it just wasn't. Um, wasn't for me. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing them. But I think from like the streaming point of view, I mean, this is going to put um, Disney under a little bit more pressure um, in terms of having a streaming service, which we are expecting at some point they are actually going to pull the trigger on that general entertainment in the US and kind of. I think that, you know, hopefully we find out about um, the ads tier and what they're going to do with general entertainment. I'm hoping it's next week because we've got a, a quarterly sh um, shareholders meeting um, this week. And I, it's not a D23 announcement kind of thing. I know it would seem like a big thing, but it's not something you can really stand there in front of an audience and go, this is what we're going to do. And this is the price and the price is going up. And we've got an ad tier and, a, you know, it. I don't think it's that the audience at D23 might not be the right place for it. This is more of a, um, a shareholder stock price kind of thing that they're going to be more focused on. Yeah. And an ad tier can only help just because if it's uh, cheaper for an ad tier that opens it up to people who might not be able to afford mm -hmm. uh, the, the main price right now, uh, especially with global inflation and plenty of other issues, depending on yeah. what country you're in. So, yeah, I actually think it's really a time for Disney to put this ad tier in. Um, Discovery, the new, their new, I'm going to call it HBO Plus. Um, you know, they they are going to have um, ad free, ad light, and an ad, basically a free version, um, which is kind of being called like fast, which is um, kind of like Peacock. Yeah, they think we're going to, and I mean, I wouldn't be as Paul surprised if like Hulu become a version of that or they do something along those lines where, you know, you just get a lot more adverts. So they make, they uh -huh. still make money off of you. Um, I kind of, I see where, like, I think 
Disney could do this with a lot of this. I think like the National Geographic stuff. So say like we were talking about, um, you know, Bertie Gregory and Super um, Supernatural. Why, why not put them on um, National Geographic channel? I mean, yeah. there's no reason why not to. And, you know, if you're a cable subscriber, you might not have Disney Plus. So therefore, you know, you're hitting two audiences, you're getting money off the revenue from that on there. Maybe it doesn't have to be at the same time, but also the, there's another series starting up, and I've completely forgotten the name of it, um, with, um, and it's going to be going to be launching on like National Geographic on like the Monday on the Wednesday again the whole season at once and then new episodes are still dropping you know they've done the same with um Bear Grylls lately it, to me it's like why not use National Geographic why not spread that content it doesn't need to be exclusive to for yeah. National Geographic um same thing like with the ABC shows um something like Big Sky or um you know Only Murders in the Building why mm. not put that out on ABC at the same time and make money. It doesn't, you know, and it's like I know why they the, can't do uh, only murders in the building on ABC. It's a language issue in the uh, U.S. Oh yeah, because because well, we have a watershed. So like after nine o'clock in the evening, you can swear and do whatever you want on yeah. television. Uh, <laughs> ours, we have something similar uh, on cable. On network, yeah. can't. So they couldn't do it on ABC anyway. But since uh, was it? I mean, and they wouldn't want to do that on Freeform. Uh, so I'm just trying to think of. They could maybe know, put it on FX, maybe. May, well, yeah, but while they get the content from FX, I think the actual FX network is still owned by Fox, isn't it? Uh, no, I think it's I think it's still. Because okay. um, I knew there was some weird stuff with the merger where Fox kept the news and the main yeah. one and sports, but yeah, but yeah, if they yeah they could do FX because that's where Sons of Anarchy was, and yeah. you can say certain words over here after a certain time, but uh, sugar and fudge. Yeah. Well, you can't say fudge after a certain time, well, time over here uh, at all. That one uh, is not allowed, uh, according to the FCC, even right. on cable. So even on basic cable. Basic, right. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. yeah, we, you know. it's, yeah it's, I suppose it's that kind of thing again. It's like, why not use, you know, I think, I do think he's right. David Lasloff is right in, in kind of, they don't need to have to be exclusive. They don't, you know, yeah. you can use your content and you can make money from it in different ways. You know, you could sell a season, you could sell Miss Marvel on um, Blu-ray and on digital. You know, I could see you go, well, we're going to put it on like a, a month or, you know, be six months later, you know, why not use it? I mean, I think like on ABC, like if you imagine this winter, if they turned around and gone, right, we're going to do the Mandalorian season one and one division over the over the new year period on abc i would be a huge draw and bring in lots of money oh, yeah. i know they want to get people to sign up for disney plus but i think they're at a point now where they're going look that's just subscribers aren't the only thing that we're after right. we need money from ads for everywhere <laughs> yeah. and especially in the next two years they're just gonna be like we want the money bring us the money. <laughs> multiple streams of income are necessary yeah. so and I think theatrical, I think, is a good way. I think Prey is a prime example. I, I, I think with Prey, there might have been the issue of they didn't want to give it to HBO and have all of that for a while. That's why they've been doing some of these things. But Prey would have been fantastic in the cinema. You know, it's a, oh, yeah. a really good movie. Um, if you put that out um, and it pulled in, you know, even if it only, you know, it doesn't need a massive marketing campaign. They can cut back their costs that way. Brings in 50, 100, 200 million. Great. It just offsets the cost and then you put it on and more people are aware of it because it's been in cinemas. But then also, you know, it's like Chippendale Rescue Rangers, I think could have been done all right. It might have done, it wouldn't have done, it would have been, oh, it's a big box office drop. Well, no, because it's a cheap movie. It doesn't need to make as much. Um, not okay. 
Yeah, that one probably yeah. be best on Disney Channel, actually. Yeah, well, probably I think. Here. Yeah, well, I mean, I, the thing is, it's like it's like something like Not Okay got recently released on Hulu and Disney Plus internationally, but that could have made some money. You know, these these movies could have made a little bit of money. They, but if they're any like, if they're, the budgets are so much smaller, they can mm -hmm. afford to. You know, they don't have to make. You know, if they make a hundred, two hundred million, they could they could might make a fifty million dollar profit on some of this stuff. Yeah. But, you know, the, the it's. It's I I actually agree with that, and I don't know if having it's like you know we look at like um, the the Gray Man. I mean that was like two hundred plus million dollars on a on a straight streaming movie, but I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. My wife said, "Did you enjoy that movie?" Went, yeah, it was all right. She goes, "Well, you were snoring for some of it." <laughs> Says I found it very refreshing. I fell asleep. That's <laughs> nap I've had in three weeks. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so it's, it's that kind of weird thing, I think, of just like, you know, I don't think he's wrong in how all this works. And I think the idea of like, you know, and you can see the, you know, the, the, Wal the Wall Street and the corporations are going, yeah, Netflix's system wasn't the be all and end all. And, you know, and they've been following different methods and stuff. And, you know, they've been saying about, yeah, but COVID kind of threw them a big curveball and sent them all off in wrong directions and, um, but yes, it's it's just been a. It was kind of like listening to it, going, "I, I wonder how much of this Disney are going to kind of look at." Because I know um, Warner Brothers has also said, you know, movies are no longer going straight to HBO Max after forty-five days, which Disney haven't actually ever said that movies will go to Disney Plus after forty-five days. It's their choice of what they do. Um, you know, they can extend it, they can drop it back, they can do what they want. They don't have a dedicated, guaranteed date. Um, we're seeing it. I mean, I think like with Lightyear, it made sense, but yeah. um, I don't think there's a problem with like six. You know, go to you know if you need to go to sixty days, seventy days. The days of us waiting nine months or longer on that will never happen. But you know, there is that kind of thing. You're like you're kind of getting rid of it way a little bit too early in some ways. Yeah, yeah. And then we saw with like Spider Man that it was still going and going and going. Um, so, you know, I think the 45 day window is just, a, you know, that's a, you know, minimum thing for theaters. And then uh, you go, you know, light, I agree, Lightyear made complete total sense. Given the lukewarm reviews of Thor Day, uh, Love and Thunder, I expect it pretty quickly. Probably Disney Plus Day, big drop, as you were saying earlier. But I think even other, that would be about 60 plus days. Is a yeah, little that'd bit, be about that'd be 60 a... instead of 45, but still a lot, not nine months. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but you know, and then, but like some others, like Shang-Chi was doing so yeah. well, you probably could have extended that one in theaters and then, uh, you know, pushed it out. Yeah, I but, think Shang-Chi was about, it was, it was because that dropped on Disney Plus Day last year. So that one had, I think it was about two months in the cinema. I mean, you look at like Top Gun Maverick. I mean, that movie has just kept going and going and going and going. And it's, it's that kind of thing. Well, if it's still making money, then why would we want to cut it off? You know, it right. makes sense to, you know, call an audible, you know, do it. Um, it's me using a sports term, um, you know, and kind of this <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> of, Not only that, an American sports yeah, term. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I say stuff sometimes. My wife looks at me and goes, what did you just say? Because <laughs> you're like, like, this is like an American expression or so she got no idea what I'm talking about. But yes, it is that kind of thing of you know play it by ear, and I think I think Lazloff is right in doing that, and I think you know there is some things that what they're doing makes sense. Do we need you know it's like Pinocchio? Is Pinocchio 
you know, on a Disney Plus day, is it going to bring in more subscribers or is it just, you know, or would it have made just as much? I mean, we see it with the Nelson chart. Like Doctor Strange had just as much success after a short run, and Kanto had a massive success, even though it you know made two hundred million at the box office, and then was a massive hit on Disney Plus. Turning Red might have done something maybe a little bit similar. It's almost like the streaming numbers don't really go up much more if it's original or if it's been theatrical. Yeah, and I'm I'm expecting Lightyear to do very well in streaming, uh, yeah. despite uh, some of the backlash from differing reasons for light year from uh you know some people who push a woke agenda which i apparently you know acknowledging gay people's woke or something i don't know uh yeah don't you actually, have, you, have you have you watched light year yet i have not watched it my wife and i are planning on watching it this weekend with our son since we, we uh we just had our uh he just had his second round of covid uh so this week so he's been isolated in his room so uh just, once just he... sliding ham under the door to him is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not as bad. He's vaccinated uh, this time. Uh, so like last time he got so dehydrated, we had to take him to the hospital to oh, get an right, IV nice. uh, because it was before his age group to get vaccinated. This time he's like, I'm fine, but he's just got this bad cough. And, uh, you know, he, every once in a while he feels like he's got a fever, like his body's really hot. But he, uh, when we check, it doesn't have one. So but it's mostly he's been, you know, like I said, he's been in his room. He's been on his iPad you know, pretty much 24 seven, uh, which not very thrilled about, but at the same time, it's like, Hey, he doesn't have to, uh, you know, he's not missing school right now. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a good time. I know when I lost, I, I lost my sense of smell and taste for like a few days. It wasn't nice. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I enjoyed like, yeah, I'm going to, I might watch it again with my wife because she's not seen it. Cause I went to like a special London premiere for it. So I saw it in a big theater. I actually do want to watch it again because, um, there were so many kids making so much noise. It was the most loudest. I've never been to a cinema so packed for probably since like Jurassic Park. I've never, it was like, it was like one of the ago. Can I watch this on Disney Plus? It's too noisy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am looking forward to watching it again. It wasn't like a top priority for me to watch this um, when it dropped um, on Wednesday. I thought I'll, I'll wait to the weekend. But yeah, so that one's there. But generally, I think as a whole, I think with like with what's going on with HBO Max and Discovery Plus and what's going on with Pete, I think there are, will be watching people. They will be watching. Um, the stock price didn't like it. I mean, the stock's dropped a lot because of what they've yeah. been doing. Um, I think what he, some of the stuff he says is right, but he's been very... Very, I mean, he's got a very different style to him. Um, I think, I think he's a New Yorker, or he's he's, he's a much tougher. When you hear him, when you when I was listening to the courtly records, like, whoa, he's he isn't holding. It was like there was this one thing, like I said, of like, oh, we want to get paid. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he's like, he's not pulling any blushes. Like he wants to make money, and he like basically said, sending money, sending films to streaming, doesn't make them money. And yeah. I think, and I think also HBO even had they had that whole year last year, weren't they, where they were sending all their movies to it. Yeah, and they've got the data to go. Well, we didn't actually get any more. They didn't make us any money. We lost yeah, millions. Say, they probably only got some subscribers for like a very few uh, ones, and there's no, you know, how many of those subscribers stuck around past the first month is yeah. Question. I, I would figure. I mean, I actually subscribed to check out the Wonder Woman sequel, and then I wish I hadn't. Um, I've got mine recorded. I, I recorded it on Sky Cinema a while ago, and I still haven't got around to watching it. It's just yeah. sat there, like, ready to <laughs> I love the first Wonder Woman. I hate the second Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's so nice. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And it does have ripple effects. What happens in one streaming service, what's happening with one company. Will And I do think Warner Brothers Discovery, 
is really going to be like trying to hit Disney. You know, they they know what they want to do, and they want to be hitting them. So yeah, it's going to be give. Um, it definitely took the pressure off. I think Chapek this week. <laughs> yeah. He's it's not the the only CEO that um, everyone hates. Okay, so before we go into any more of this week's reviews, let's um, do a quick bit of housekeeping. Big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters and YouTube channel members. So big thank you to all of that. It starts from as little as $2 a month, and it helps pay towards all of our bills. So we're not relying on um, sort of advertising revenues and stuff like that. So it really does help. So big thank you to Paul, Daniel, Elliot, Aero, Caleb, Red Marsman, Cody, Chris, Jacob. Uh, we've also got Darren. Lauren, The Juice, and Andrew. Big thank you also to Sarah. Thank you so much for your continued support. And also big hello to um, Carlton, Manmoud, Raphael, Adam, Dana, Ricky, Dave, my VCS still works, Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. Thank you so much for your continued support. So let's talk now about what we've been watching on Disney+. Plus. And there's been a couple of big releases this week. Um, what if, Did you happen to watch the, uh, the Lego Star Wars adventure this week? Yes, I did. It was, yeah, it was okay. It, you know, that's the thing. Uh, it, it, it's perfect for, uh, for kids. Uh, my wife watched it with me, and she's like, "Wow, that was dumb." And I'm like, "Yeah, but it's Lego." But she's like, "I expect better quality from Lego, Star Wars, and Disney than that." And I'm like, "But I'm like, Lego, Lego Star Wars has done some a lot of fun and funny things." And I laughed at times, but it was, you know, it was just kind of... Yeah, it, it didn't feel as funny as previous ones. I, I feel like it stretched out too too long. They would have been better off doing like five mini shorts at five minutes each rather than trying to make a 40-odd minute special. It, it, it didn't... I didn't. I also didn't like the whole trying to connect it thing. It felt a bit forced, literally, yeah. in this case. Um, and it, it's like they've done it a few times. I, I feel like they need to like just maybe change the format a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, not really sure. The only part that really I kept going is when, uh, you know, every time Finn would reference, you know, Obi-Wan told me to live in the moment. And everybody's like, Obi-Wan said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, that one was okay. I, it didn't blow me away, but it was all right. Um, one thing that I did really enjoy this week was Prey, which is a new Predator film. It was released on Hulu in the US, Star Plus in Latin America, and on Disney Plus around the world. Um, for me, this movie really, um, have, did you get a chance to watch this one? I, uh, yeah, I watched, uh, well, got most of the way through it and, you know, having to take care of kids, it gets a little yeah. tough at times. Uh, it's easily the second best Predator film I've ever seen. Uh, vastly better than Predator 2, uh, better than Predators, which was an okay film. Uh, you know, I still enjoy the first one, but I would ar argue for uh, substance in the, uh, you know, you know, it's kind of got the Top Gun thing to it where, you know, Top Gun Maverick is probably actually a better film because Top Gun focused more on the the style over substance in the 80s. Kind of the same thing. The first Predator probably focused more on style over substance while Prey focused on the substance. So Prey may be a better film, but I feel like Predator is the one people are going to enjoy more. To me, it was like it took it took me back to watching the first one and it had the feel of them being hunted and hunting. You yeah. know, it was that you know, like the whole thing of the mixing. I I really enjoyed it. It really surprised. I mean, it looked amazing. Um, I like the, in some ways, like having it, you know, with um, set back in time, simplifying everything. You know, it was about, you know, them trying to um, outwit each other and, you know, her using the technology again. And it, I, I just enjoyed it. I just thought it was a really, really good action film. Um, and it, it, was, it was that kind of thing. Of, oh, they could have this, this, and I think it's caught everyone off guard because 
everything I've been reading online, everyone's like going, this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really good film. And I think people are like, weren't expecting it. Like they were kind of like, oh, well, it's gone straight to streaming. It'll be rubbish. Like, no, it, this is better than all the other sequels. Yeah. Uh, and the last set about the two where they tried to mix, mix them with Alien, the better. Uh, but, but yeah, no, it was... It was a lot of fun. Uh, well, fun. It was uh, very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I really enjoyed. It. I thought I thought it was pretty cool. Um, also, we had the finale of Orville, so that one dropped on Thursday. Um, it's coming to the all three seasons are coming to Disney Plus next week on Wednesday. Have you had? Um, have you been watching the third season? No, honestly, I've never actually seen an episode of the Orville. I ne- I I was excited for it when I saw the uh, ads. When they first came out, and then I just never got around to actually being able to watch it, and so at a certain point, I'm kind of like, I'm just going to wait till it ends and then go go through it. I, you know, I've heard from people because I do love Star Trek. They're like, mm. this is the most proper Star Trek show, is how they uh, a lot of them have described it, and I'm like, you know, I don't, yeah. I, I have no problem believing that. Looking at the current state of Star Trek, but at the same time, you know, Star Trek kind of has the Star Wars thing where. No matter what you do, some people are going to love it, some people are going to hate it, and then you've got a lot of people in between that are just happy to have new content. For me now, now that the Orville's over, I'm going to jump into the Strange New Worlds because I've been hearing some good stuff about that one. That but Orv- <laughs> yeah, Orville is kind of a bit of an odd one because the whole three seasons are going to drop on in the US. So this is going to give this one a really good audience now. Of some like this is a perfect time for you to go. You got three new seasons. You can jump in. Yep. The first season kind of is a little bit more wobbly because obviously with um Seth in it, it you know, there's that there's a little bit more humor in it. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're going in expecting it to be like family guy, you're well off. He he's not going down that line. It's 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 basically like Star Trek Next Generation, but you know, yeah. there's, there's a little bit of humor with it. There's a, and as the seasons go on, I mean, especially season three, there is barely any humor. It plays it straight. It plays it like, but it, it, there's a warmth to the characters because they feel normal. They talk normal. You know, they, they talk about feelings. They talk about getting drunk. You know, there's a kind of thing of, you know, them living on a spaceship and it's not a utopia, you know, and there's, right. they take on some serious subjects as well. Um, honestly, it, it's it's a fantastic, I only watched it this year. I, I was a late person to it. It's only really, um, they added the first two seasons on Disney Plus and I knew the third season was coming on. So I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. Totally loved it. I binged through seasons one and two, and then like season. So I'm a. I only started watching it this year, but um, I'm in a, like I'm in the renew renew it for a fourth season kind of thing territory now because it's, it's just a really good show, and I'm so glad it's coming to Disney Plus so more people can see it. Um, because it's I think it's kind of fell in this like sliding weird thing of like, well, it's got Seth in it, so it's a comedy and it's stupid. It's like. And then, and like, it's slowly become one of the best sci-fi yeah. series. Um, you know, yeah, especially... I think people thought it was going to be Galaxy Quest, the TV show, when it first came out, which yeah. I would not complain about. But you know, yeah, it's a definite. So I'm going to definitely recommend that to you and anybody else that's not watching. If you like, if you like, you know, the Star Trek series, give get that one a go. We've also had um, Only Murders in the Building. Um, this one's been rolling everywhere. I know you've been watching this one. What are your thoughts on this series so far? Oh, I love this series. This is one of my favorite one that's on Hulu right now. Uh, even the episodes that miss don't miss so much that you can't enjoy them. Uh, you know, I I loved learning more about Mabel's uh, father, who we vaguely heard about uh, so far, and also I love uh, I love the uh, the. Re- 
relationship introspective at Theo and Teddy since, you know, yeah, despite the fact they were the uh, red herring of the uh, first season, I'm interested to see what happens. And I'm really interested because Theo does not actually seem like he's a bad guy. I know they're like, you killed Zoe. But when they actually showed it, it's like she fell during yeah. an argument. He didn't push her. No. Uh, so, no. so, you know, no. I, I'm interested to see what they do with Theo because they seem to be making him more interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm really enjoying the series. Um, I've. I'm. I just. It's fun, isn't it? It's. It's got a. Yeah. It's quirky. It's something different. I'm really enjoying it. I have. I'll be honest. I have got this. It's really. I've tried to like resist the urge because Disney have sent me the last couple of episodes to watch, but mm. I. I can't. I don't want to watch it because I don't want to ruin it because I. I. It's that kind of. It's that one of those things like this is a show that you kind of. Like if I'm talking to you or to James, it's like if I know where it's going, I'm not going to slip up. So if I don't watch, it, I can't do it. Um, so I'm I'm really enjoying this. It's what again for Tuesday mornings, fire up Disney Plus and jump straight in straight into it. It's just such it's such a good show. It yes. it, it, it's, it is great. I um, usually uh, watch it with my wife together Tuesday nights after I get home from work and the kids go to bed. We sit down and we watch it. Uh, anything else you've been watching on Disney Plus recently? I just started uh, the bear uh, recently. It's uh, it so far. It has not been what I was expecting uh, mm. because it's got the guy who was in shameless and it, it was built up kind of like shameless set in a restaurant or, or in a uh, deli, but it's not been too, sh too much like shameless, but uh, yeah, the first episode was very intriguing. So. Yeah, I know it's. Um, I think it's just launched in Canada on Disney Plus. Um, I don't know when it's coming, and it's coming in Australia to Disney Plus at the end of the month. I don't know when it's coming in the UK. I'm really looking forward to the series. Um, having worked as uh, I, you know, I had a cafe, so it's not quite the same level. Of, but I've worked in the kitchens for years, so I'm kind of interested to see where this one goes. And I've heard nothing but good things about that one. So I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it when it drops. Um, I've also been carrying on. I've just got a few more episodes left of second season of Big uh, Big Sky because we're getting new episodes weekly. Um, uh, have you? Did you watch that show? What did you think of that one? Uh, I I did not watch Big Sky, so I need to try to get into that one. Uh, it sound I from the people I know who watch it, it, it sounds like something I would definitely be interested in. I just gotta find the time. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because I was just saying this with my wife the other day of like there's so much television out now, isn't there? Of like trying to pick the good stuff and um you know it's like you don't actually have enough time sometimes to watch all the different ones. Um and obviously we focus on the Disney stuff and the and you know the, the star originals. My wife knows are like going, Yeah, we need to watch that. I yeah. mean, I literally just finished off Blackish season eight just before we um jumped on here. So that's been what I've been binging through since that dropped on the UK. Um We've also, we're, I'm slowly working our way through Under the Banner of Heaven. We're up to episode four or something like that. Um, so, yeah, there's seven. We just we just finished that recently over here as well. Very, uh, very heavy show. Mm. It was very difficult for me to watch two episodes in a night because of the content was so heavy. But it was it is. so well. It's oh we're loving it we're loving it but we again we have to we we have to, we watch one episode and we will then wait a couple of days before we watch mm -hmm. another episode because as you said it's too heavy to watch back to back um but amazing series I mean I'm really enjoying that one I'm also looking forward to the old man because that doesn't come to the UK until the end of September on Disney Plus yeah, um, I'm looking forward to starting that one soon as well yeah just it's just great um you've been watching anything else on on Disney Plus lately uh just. I've been going through the animated movies with my son in order. We're up to, I think, Lilo and Stitch next. So I uh, started with Snow White and just 
going through them. Some have been great. Some have been terrible. Some have been better than I thought they were that I've always heard that they weren't good. And then I was like, Oh wait, they were good. And then some of the classics, they did not hold up as well as they uh, think they should. So yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. I think as well, I think like in general, like with movies and series of sometimes we put them in like a nostalgia bubble, and we, you know, we were remembering we liked them when we were kids, and then you watch them later on. You're like, okay, that. And it's funny when you watch a movie that you've not seen, and you don't have the nostalgia goggles for it. And you go, mm, yeah, you know. And I'm sure a lot of people go back and watch stuff and go, oh, this isn't as like how I remember. It's like no, because your your mind kind of made it better than it was. I definitely feel like that one. Okay, well, on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us this week on an episode of the What's on Disney Plus podcast. Tomorrow on Sunday, I'll be doing my live Q&A as per usual on YouTube, and we'll be back throughout the week with new videos um, with all the latest Disney Plus news. And obviously, again, we'll be back next week with James. Um, but actually, I'm just going to ask before we go off, and I'm going to... So what are your... And this is going to take you completely. Off. What are your predictions for the D twenty three Disney Plus um, weekend? What are you What are you thinking? What do you think they're going to announce? Oh, because me and James are going to do this. We're going yeah. to do this in a couple in like a week or two's time. So, for actually, while I'm just going to get you and get your get your predictions before we go, uh, what they are probably going to announce. I I would have said uh, some of the Marvel stuff that they literally just announced at, yeah. at Comic Con if they hadn't have done that. I figure they're going to work in some, probably some series, you know, more details on some some of those movies or series that they haven't released yet. Uh, I got to figure you're going to get some other Star Wars uh, sh shows and probably an update on the Taika Waititi movie because I think that's the first movie they're releasing in a while. Uh, and uh, I'm willing to bet uh, probably some more Pixar with, uh, you know, we know they're going through what did they we saw Baymax and got cars on the road and I know they still got Zootopia Plus so maybe we'll actually get a, a look at that one. There's actually yeah there's gonna be a little panel one one evening about I think about six o'clock there's gonna be a special pre uh, sneak peek of that one. So yeah. I'm planning on heading towards that one. But yeah no it's definitely with the Marvel stuff um, it's gonna be interesting how all this comes together um, especially this week with like the like Oscar Isaac's showing himself in Cairo. The chances of them announcing Moon Knight season two, I think, just went sky high. With yeah. <laughs> I think they got him. They got to do a second season because the ending of that one felt a little rushed, trying to fit the six episodes. Mm. Uh, they did so well right up until that ending, and you're just like, you've set up so much, and you only have this amount of time to finish it. Yeah. So. It's funny. I was saying this um, to some friends the other day. I felt like that that Moon Knight it could have done with an extra episode or two just to kind yeah. of flush it out a little bit. Well, on that note, guys, thank you very much for taking time out to watch um, or listen to this podcast, and we shall see you guys soon. Laters. Later. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I shall see you guys in another video. Laters.